Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It was Jesus Christ who said that he chose us, and he did so, so that we can bear good fruit. I'm here to encourage you today that through the power of God and through prayer and through obedience, we all can be effective in the kingdom of God in reaching others. If there ever was a time that people need to come to Christ, it is now. God wants to use every believer to be effective in reaching those who are lost. I want you to join us today as we share the word of God about fruitfulness in our witness and then how to be effective in our prayer life when we need God to move for us. Come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. You know, we've been saying that for a long time, for every good work, we might be equipped for every good work. And if you've been here any time, you've heard us say that we are trying to be equipped. We're here to equip you for every good work. But I have a question for you. If you were on trial and you were being charged, with being unproductive and an unfruitful believer who has not produced much in the kingdom of God. You were on trial. They were saying, here's a person that is unproductive and have not produced hardly anything in the kingdom of God. What do you think your verdict would be? Let me ask you this. What evidence would you present to prove that you were a productive believer, what evidence would you have? Who would you call as a witness to say, yeah, I can testify? Would it be someone with whom you've shared the gospel that would testify for you? Is there anybody that will say that their life changed when you shared the gospel of Jesus Christ and they accepted him as their Lord, is there a witness? Your defense attorney would say, have I got a witness? Would it be someone with whom you shared the gospel and their life was changed or would it be a coworker that you prayed for who was healed as you stepped out in faith and laid hands on them in prayer of obedience, a prayer of faith? Would it be a stranger that you Uh, became engaged with, that you encouraged when you saw them at Costco's or Sam's or Walmart. They can say, now this person really impacted my life. What about a classmate from school or a co-worker at work that would say that you brought the light of salvation to their lives? Who would witness for you? I would venture to say that many believers today will be found guilty of being unproductive and unfruitful in the kingdom of God. But that's not the way that God designed it for those of us who have entered into his kingdom. That's not the way he designed it. He designed it for us to be productive and he's given us everything we need to be productive. Don't you know Jesus Christ said to his disciple, go to Jerusalem and wait and you will receive power. After that, 
you will be my witnesses. He said, I'm going to give you the power to do all that I need for you to do. I'm going to give you the power. Say that word, power. He says, I'm going to give you the empowerment. That's the gift of the Holy Ghost that will enable you to be able to do the things that I have assigned for you. In the book of John chapter 15, verse 16, when Jesus was talking to his disciples, he said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. He said that. You did not choose me. So if you have come to Christ, he's saying, yeah, you may have come, but I chose you. You could not come unless the Spirit of God drew you to himself. And so I chose you and then you came. I chose you. And he said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. So before we go any further, if you don't get anything else tonight, I want you to get this. I was chosen. Come on, say that with me. Say, I was chosen. Say it this way. Say, I am chosen. Come on, think about that for a moment. I'm chosen. I'm chosen. So you might want to even ask him, so why did you even choose me? You know I had issues. You know I have stuff going on. You know I don't feel adequate. You know I don't know enough of the word of God, but he said, but I chose you. Uh, he told Jeremiah, he said, I knew you before you knew yourself. Don't say you can't do this. Come on, don't say you can't do this. Because I, I chose you and I chose you because I know you can do this. And not only did I choose you, I appointed you. So the first thing we have to settle in our minds is that we are chosen. Lord, thank you. Come on, say thank you, Lord, for choosing me. Come on, Father, we just thank you for choosing us. You didn't have to. There's a lot of other people you could have chosen, but you chose us. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's take a minute. Thank you, Lord, for choosing us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for choosing my brother. Thank you for choosing my sister. Thank you for choosing me. That's what grace is. We didn't even deserve to be chosen, but he chose us anyway. That's that amazing grace. He just chose us. Oh, while I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my disparaging cry, and from the waters he lifted me. Now save am I. He just lifted me up out of a horrible pit. I didn't deserve it, but he chose me when he grabbed my hand out the pit. He chose me, pulled me on up. He chose you and he pulled you on up out of that pit. He said, I can use you. I can use you. I got an assignment for you. See, we're not just chosen by some random person. We're chosen by Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Well, you ought to just hold your head up a little bit more. Said, I'm chosen. So we don't have to believe the lie of the devil who constantly tells you that you're not good enough for God to use you. I know he talked to you like that. Say, you're not good enough. God's not going to use you. Look at you. You ought to tell him, but I'm chosen. He chose me. Come on, every time you hear you're not good enough, or you're not, or you're not holy enough, you're not saved enough, you're not educated enough, you don't know enough of the scripture, just say, yeah, but he chose me. I mean, he knew that. 
And he chose me. So he must have something in store for me so I can walk in righteousness. I can grow in maturity. I can grow in the word. I can grow in faith. He chose me to use me. He chose me. He knows my personality. He knows my weaknesses. But he also knows my strengths. He knows what I'm capable of doing. See, he don't choose us for where we are right now. He chooses us for what he sees in us. He chose Peter when Peter was a cussing fitzman and said, no, on this rock, I'm going to build my church. Peter said, you talking about me? Yeah, you. I'm going to build my church. Even when Peter denied him, said, I don't even know the man. He said, yeah, but I'm going to build my church. You're going to be the preacher. You're going to be the pastor of the first church. You're going to preach the first sermon after salvation. You don't even know it yet, but I chose you. And I appointed you. Yeah, you're going to deny me, but I'm still going to use you. Don't believe the lie of the devil. And that's what has happened. The devil knows that we are chosen. So he comes up with a strategic plan to get us off track so that we'll never be fruitful in the kingdom. He'll tell you, it don't take all of that. You don't need to do all of that. Uh, They ought to just be glad you go to church. They ought to just be glad you go to church, you sing, you give your offering. What else do they want out of you? It's not they, it's Jesus. He chose you. The church didn't choose you. The pastor didn't choose you. Jesus chose you. He got something he wants out of you. The devil will tell you you're not spiritual enough. You don't know enough. You don't have any anointing. How many heard that? You ain't got no anointing. You say, yeah, but he chose me. So he's going to have to anoint me if I have any. He'll tell you, you're not gifted. You don't have a gift. And so we're walking around looking for our gift. I don't know. I don't feel gifted. I don't feel an anointing. I don't feel anything. I don't know what God wants me to do. I mean, you know, I'm just don't, I just don't feel like I can do anything in the kingdom. Lord, just tell me what you want me to do. Help me, almighty God. I don't have enough faith. I don't have enough strength. So So now all we ask for is strength. I need some strength, Pastor. And God said, I've already done everything that I was going to do. I chose you and I appointed you. If you get up and get started, you'll have some strength. I will strengthen you. I will empower you as you get going. Don't worry. Don't wait to get empowered. And a lot of believers are waiting, sitting down on the ramp waiting on the power switch to be turned on and some boost to come boost you out of where you are. He said, no, that don't work like that. You get on up and you start going and then I will push you along. Jesus said, listen to me, I chose you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. That passage tells us he did more than choose us. He also appointed us. Now, just think about this. Uh, He had you in mind and he was looking at you. He knew everything about you when he chose you. And he says, not only did I choose you, I have a specific appointment for you. I got something specifically designed with your name on it. I got an assignment for you. I have an appointment for you. I know the place where I'm going to put you. I know the situations I'm going to put you in. I know the trials I'm going to take you through to get you ready to do whatever I need you to get done. I know all of that. You don't have to tell me all your troubles. I know that. I help orchestrate some of it so I can prepare you for what you need to do. He appointed us. He knew our strengths and he appointed us. He knows our weakness and he still appointed us. So we already said we are chosen. Didn't we say that? I'm chosen. Now say, I'm appointed. I am appointed. 
I'm appointed. He appointed me. He appointed me. So you should rejoice that you are chosen and you should rejoice that you are appointed. Jesus told us what he did. He said, I chose you. Now he tells us what to do. He says, I've chose you and I appointed you. Now go and bear fruit. And then he tells you what kind of fruit to bear. Fruit that will last. He's looking for everlasting, eternal fruit. And the only eternal fruit are the souls of men. I want you to bear fruit. I want you to gather people into the kingdom. I want you to influence. I want you to gather. I want you to encourage. I want you to share the message of the good news. So you were designed to work. And you were designed to win others to Christ. The message of Jesus Christ has never changed. His purpose for those who would believe on him and follow him was for us to be engaged in the ministry of reaching others for the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him would not perish but shall have everlasting life. He wants to use us through the power of prayer and through the power of the Holy Ghost to be effective witnesses for his kingdom. This is Jerry G. Martin, and if you would like to hear today's message again, you can hear it on our podcast on The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this opportunity as well to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in North Houston, Atascacita, Fall Creek, Summer Creek, Kingwood, you're in our neighborhood. So come on out and be our guest. We trust that God will bless your time with us. I also want to let you know that we do have a bookstore on our campus. At the Beacon Bookstore, you can get Bibles, study materials, church supplies, communion supplies, or whatever you need. If we don't have it, we can order it for you. It's right here on our campus at the Light of the World. Call the Beacon at 281 481-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. If you heard the word of God and you would desire someone to stand with you in prayer, call us at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.